0: And uh, welcome to episode two of the Hobby Studio podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Michael.
1: And I'm Megan.
0: Yeah, so what are we doing tonight then, Megan?
1: Well, Papa Negan is going to be talking to us about Walking Dead All Out War.
0: Yeah, I had a very good conversation with him. We went international because he phoned us all the way from Germany. from
1: Germany, yeah. Yeah,
0: so so that's great. International in our second episode. And then I'm going to talk to uh, Gareth from up the road, so less international, <laughs> about Star Wars Legion. I mean, what are we doing? Uh,
1: then we're going to run through building, um, how to build an army list for Age of Sigmar, um, using my Iron Jaws that I've had for ages as a kind of example of how to do that.
0: Yeah, you're a bit nervous about that, aren't you?
1: Yeah, because um, I just... I've never built an Age of Sigmar army list before. I kind of was gifted, you gifted me the iron jaws,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I just, I really like the look of them, but I've never actually gone around to building them, so, and, yeah. and building the list for them and everything, so, um, I don't quite know what to expect to do that, so.
0: That's perfectly cool, so, well, you know, that's what we're going to try and figure out for you, so we're learning stuff together, because I'm talking about two systems tonight with those guys, <laughs> I've got no clue about either of them. <laughs> Well, I sound like a right idiot in those interviews, I tell you. Um, <clears throat> awesome. So what have we been doing since the last episode in terms of our own personal hobby?
1: Well, I I have painted um, a, a lawn unit of Burner boys mm-hmm. um, and started to paint, well, I built and started to paint a, a Gorkanot for 40k.
0: Ooh, Awesome. Ah, uh, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, and it's looking very nice so far. But you ha- it, it, it's sort of the bane of your existence at the minute, isn't it? it?
1: Is it's it is the bane of my existence because you you've very much got us stuck into a a way of painting the the mechanical things of doing like a patchwork of different colours of metal. Yeah, and um, I I hate that. <laughs> it would have been so much easier just to airbrush it one colour and go from there but no, I am stuck painting layer upon layer of different colours and different pieces of surfaces
0: yeah, that's cool I'll have to get your um, burner boys on the uh, on the show notes uh, to have a look at them uh, I've been busy myself um, I mean, uh, uh, just the highlights because I'm a very quick painter you are. Yeah, I'm a very quick painter. I painted some. I painted the uh, for um, Underworld. I painted some Iron Jaws. So talking about Iron Jaws tonight, I did uh, a yeah. Morgox Crushers for those. Uh, really nice to paint. I also painted for Bolt Action. I painted a German hair infantry squad because we discussed Bolt Action last show with Dom, and it sort of got me thinking. You know, what? I've got a Bolt Action army. I need to get on with it. Got me so started. I, yeah, got me started. I got started I also did some um, uh, sicar and rust for uh, 40k uh, I built a ton of ships for drop fleet commander um, which hope to talk about in a couple of weeks um, and did. I did some um, I did some custodies uh, for uh, Warhammer 40 30k uh, well Horus of heresy um, amongst a few other bits and bombs but that's pretty much what I've been up to so,
1: so- Covering different hobbies. Covering
0: covering different games, kind of what this podcast is supposed yeah. to do. So uh, I tell you what, shall we? Um, what? Shall we crack on with uh, the first segment, which is uh, all out war? Yes, we'll
1: we'll move into that. Brilliant.
0: Okay, hi, and I am joined by uh, my friend Negan, uh, who's joining us from Germany, and he's here to talk about um, Mantic's Walking Dead All-Out War, and I've kind of answered, partly, one of the questions I was going to answer, (laughs) asking him there by saying the publisher. But um,
3: Just just a little correction, though, it's not only going to be All-Out War, also Call to Arms, because the games are very similar and use the same models and base ah. rules
0: okay cool that's uh well, that's something I didn't know, so I mean
3: the question the questions still work the same for both games, but yeah, just gonna maybe add a little here and there,
0: awesome, brilliant, um, so I think what we'll do is we'll start off by asking a bit about your background in wargaming. so how did you come to it, and what kind of games do you play in that and so you know what do you play now? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, the beginnings are very humble, <laughs> so to speak, it's basically just um little me like I think. Eight, nine years old, finds a metal box. It's for my mom. I look inside, and what's in there? Bunch of miniatures. Metal miniatures, and the very, very classic 1993, I think? Like, the, the very, very famous Monopose Marine. You, you know
0: which one I mean? Oh, yeah, I do.
3: The second edition starter a Monopose Marine. Yeah. That and the very famous Chaos Warrior. You know, the, it's basically, my mom g- apparently got this old, like, starter set where you get the Chaos Warrior and the Marine with the, like, the famous paint pots, you know, with the, I think it was this quick or something, the red thing on the yeah. uh, Battle Gear, you know?
0: Oh, that's not too bad. That's, that's a, that's a good way to get started. Yeah, but I actually, they were already
3: painted. So, <laughs> yeah, not too bad. <laughs> I mean, there were a bunch of metal miniatures because my mom wasn't really into, like, war gaming. But she uh, did ro- uh, did like D and
2: uh-huh.
3: uh, rather. Though the like the German version, uh, I think Dark World. It's called in English, but in German, it's uh, the Schwarze Auge. Uh, it's called uh, like the, the Black Eye. I, I have um,
0: heard of it, but I can't. Yeah, say I've played I think it's it. more
3: like it's more of a German, German, uh, Austrian uh, mm-hmm. D D sort of. I think I think it's a bit. Co- it has a few cooler elements. From what I know, like, for example, it is like a continuous storyline that's like gets expanded every month, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so like every month they bring out a, the, the Aventurian newspaper, sort of, uh, the Aventurian uh, messenger. And it's basically like the monthly magazine that expands the story for like a year or so, I think.
0: That's kind of cool.
3: Yeah. It's, it's been going for years already. And, um, my mom told me, like, even this evening, actually. Um, like, she explained that when she played, the dungeon master, like, told them to not continue reading the Aventurian uh, messenger because it could spoil the campaign. Because the campaigns usually revolve around certain times, and so you actually have to try to stick to continuity.
2: Uh-huh.
3: So it's, it's like you have to read up a lot more when you start this game than <laughs> when you start D&D. Because d you can do anything, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Um, like, pre- pre-written campaigns. I think they, they still exist for the, uh, the the Black Eye. But if you want to make your own, um, it's usually meant to keep to the storyline so you can't, like, um, introduce a character that's already dead in this timeline, you know? Yeah. But yeah. So that's sort of how I got interested in the painting, at least. Um, just... It was just curious, though I was more into LEGO. But, um... Like the big breakthrough came, at a like school school party not party like uh like a day where you don't have school but um you have certain activities you can do and one of the fathers like brought the eighth edition starter set from Warhammer Fantasy and kids could pick a Skaven or a High Elf and paint him. And that's what I did. I painted up a uh, high elf and I even have it still on my table here. Currently trying to replicate the scheme on another one, exactly the same sculpt, just with uh, my current skills because the, that one was
0: a bit weak, so to speak. So just as a way to see how far you've come. Mm-hmm, basically. That's okay.
3: And idea. yeah, that's where I really got interested and maybe, and asked my mother if I could maybe do that, get, get, it, get some models and then we went like to the comics st- uh, to comic book store where she got some of her roleplay stuff and she bought me uh, the a box of t- uh, of 10 s- skeletons you know the the current skulls oh yeah yeah kind of sad i kind of said i didn't get the older sculpt because i think they would have been much easier to paint and build because they're like <laughs> not as fragile
0: yeah probably uh, the detail yeah, came and she with got the herself hmm? the detail comes with a cost of fragility
3: yeah, and to be honest, I think the, they had more character. The old ones. I mean, now uh, I think, uh, I think like ten years later, I actually got a hold of like a, a box of the old ones as a regiment.
0: Oh, very nice! Even
3: with like fourth edition box. So yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. Like uh, I started with skeletons, and now I have exactly those I would have actually wanted in <laughs> hindsight. <laughs>
0: Nice, but yeah, uh, she
3: got herself the, the Skaven Scaven Doom wheel uh, because my mom like she doesn't she doesn't like the the game to play, but she really really loves Scaven. Even like made her the Vermin Lord painted up for her for her birthday a few years ago. Oh, I nice. think it was two thousand seventeen. <sighs> and now this,
0: obviously, hmm? if only my mother liked uh, Warhammer of some in, in some sort of form description.
3: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's sort of how I got started, just painting skeletons. Cool. But I didn't really get into playing. I, I mean, I did a test game with like, I think, fifth edition, like, which, which one was Assault on Black Reach again?
0: Uh, that was fifth edition, yeah.
3: Yeah. I, st- uh, like, I did a test game with that. I also had, like, my test marine, I, unknowingly, un- uh, unconsciously, subconsciously uh, painted him like iron man like with a deep red and yellow
0: Ooh, very cool so
3: i don't think i have that miniature anymore or if i do it's like clustered with paint so it's like yeah the, the the cliche of like you know clustered with paint first test model
0: yeah yeah i think we've all got a so, model like that uh, exactly my friend Chris has got a a contempt to dreadnought that he continually strips and re, repaints and I'm like that's a very <laughs> expensive testing model
3: yeah but poor, poor dreadnought. yeah
2: yeah, <laughs>
3: cool. yeah. so um, I guess like the, the first few years I was just like buying what I thought was cool painted it up I think a lot of from that era is like ruined now not really usable anymore I used to have like a like a swarm tyrant. I don't think I have it in full pieces anymore. It's just like a lot. I think that the the only time I actually like 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 a full army was uh actually randomly, because um the neighbors kid moved out and basically my mom said I could just have his Warhammer stuff. Nice. Actually I didn't know he I didn't know he had Warhammer, and, like he had some good stuff. It was um the, you remember the old, what's it called, uh, battalion boxes, you know, from oh, yes, Warmer yes. Fantasy? Yeah. It
2: uh,
3: was the battalion box from the Tomb Kings, 7th edition, I think. So, uh, three chariots, uh, two regiments of archers. I'm not sure, did it have uh, skeleton riders too? Let me just check.
0: I think it may have. Um, it's going back because that was obviously post, pre, uh, sorry, pre um, the re.
3: Doing of the range, wasn't it? Uh, no, 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 not redoing of the range. They just got. Um, seventh was like. They still had models in metal, like most. Like, for example. Yeah, no, got I, I know. What I, what I mean
0: is that they sort of redid the Tomb King's range. I think at the beginning of. Was it? It was during eighth, I think they redid the range.
3: Did they? I, I, I just. No, no, I don't think they did it. They just added more. Like yeah. they added a few more units. Of plastic uh, the the stuff. snake, the s- snake riders, for example, the yeah. necrotect, I think one of my favorite models they added. Yeah. But they basically kept everything that was still there. Like they didn't remove anything. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, checking it now, I can see it's two regiments of skeletons, uh, one, one, uh, eight man regiment of cavalry and three uh, chariots. So that's actually. That's actually more than, uh, there wasn't the eighth edition battalion because that one had only one squad of skeletons.
0: Yeah, the, the, uh, the army boxes and things got slowly not as good as, uh, as, as time yeah. went on. Yeah.
3: Those would be fair. The battalions were nice, but, uh, yeah, they, they lacked the character basically.
0: I think it's, it's not the
3: bad, the worst concept. I think, I mean, there weren't marketed like as a starter, but, um, like if you were a little bit more experienced you could just buy that box and then choose like your own general yeah i think they were meant like as a starter for an army if you were a bit more experienced in the game
0: yeah i was I trying mean, to i was trying to start up empire and you needed dozens yeah. of those boxes just to be able to get the minimum it was it was <laughs> ridiculous
3: yeah but i remember um one of, uh, a, uh, one of the one of the guys working at the local GW told me that like in the early 2010s, uh, in Germany at least, it was a way. The uh, the store owners like had this unofficial system where uh, you basically had like sort of a road to um, card you could like fill out for an army. So you basically had your so- steps that you could like get checked in the store every time you finished them.
0: Oh yeah, we had and something you, like, like that as well.
3: If you complete that, then uh, they would just gift you a-, a free army book of your choice. That yeah, was basically had... meant that you finish an army and start a new one immediately.
0: Yeah, we had something, something similar. Um, okay,
3: no, because, uh, they told me that when GW got wind of it, that there was like a thing, they immediately like forbade it.
0: because ah, it did end yeah, suddenly so was... where we were. So, hmm? it did end quite suddenly where we were, and then it was never mentioned. Yeah, again, pos- so.
3: <laughs> possibly hmm. someone talked and they got wind of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, but gosh. yeah.
3: So that was a thing, and I also got Battle for Skull Pass.
0: Oh yes, that in, was a good. In the, a good the
3: whole bash and a bunch of dark elf um, characters. So was a lot of stuff actually. Sadly, I don't have the dwarves anymore from Battle for Skull Pass because yeah, I gifted them to a friend when I moved away. I kind of regret it now, not not because I'm not like, like I didn't want to give him something good, but like right now I'm sort of in the idea that I want to collect like every starter set from fantasy (laughs) and that kind of hinders my progress because I now have to get Skull Pass too. I mean, it's not too bad. It just costs like 130 euros on eBay. So that's actually like a decent price for an almost like an over 10 year old set, you know?
0: Yeah, thankfully fantasy prices haven't gone stupidly high. um, Um, Have
3: you you watched any of the Tomb King prizes? Well, Tomb King,
0: yeah. I think it's because they're more... They were less of them, whereas the starter sets, I think, were so many of them were made. Yeah. I mean, I've got a stupid big pile of... um, I can't remember. Some of the high elf warriors that that, Mm. that sort of went alongside the... um, I think it was the sea masters or something. The
3: one uh, like the sea I, Oh, you mean the dra- uh, the draconian guard?
0: That could be it. Yeah, The guys with shields and big swords
3: um, that uh, went out with a. Yeah, I think I know which one you mean. With a basic painting. Oh, you mean sets. the? Uh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Um, basic painting sets. The only ones I remember are, are, are archers, and then two versions with uh, spears. Uh,
0: Don't well, they think might, they ever had any. They might have spears. Probably they've got like dragons. On the
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one from the eighth edition, I think. That's exactly the one I painted like in the school.
0: Yeah, I've got a I've got a I think I've got like twenty of those sprues somewhere. I keep meaning to put them oh, on the nice. old hammer thing and say, Does anybody want these? So I might I might dig them out at some point in the next few days and see if anybody on the old hammer group wants them.
3: I mean I'd take them.
0: Fair enough. I've got some stuff to send to you anyway, so well not stuff. Yeah, we've be fun, sensor, I mean. When 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 yeah, mail I'm, calms down,
3: <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. But like I'm totally always interested. I mean, I've got like a bunch of the these spear guards and the um, also the ones with swords mm-hmm. uh, for free from uh, the manager of my local GW. I just asked her if like if she had one of those because I wanted to repaint it, and she just wa- asked me if I wanted a few more. Like she it didn't cost me anything. It was pretty nice.
0: Yeah, my uh, so, my GW gave me a bunch of. Uh, Sigmar uh what do you call them? Um Stormcast Eternals and um Yeah uh Primaris intercessors when um a few Christmases back. <laughs> yeah of course like, I, but I I just, need to
3: fear, these are like
0: Yeah. Hmm? I just They're wanted like cheap throwaways. Yeah, I just wanted one of each to make a Christmas decoration with and I just got handed a big uh a nice. big pile. So
3: Yeah. So was... yeah, that's like the big pile I've got where I, like had the first army, but um no I didn't play that either, you know? I haven't played one game of fantasy to this day.
0: Nice, but you like the models. Hmm. You love the models, though.
3: I love the models, and I do want to play, but um, for one, I have to learn a lot of stuff. I mean, that's yeah. the reason why the the game system basically got cancelled because it was just too too high of a bar for an entry. Yeah, like def- you have to learn so much stuff for that.
0: Definitely, definitely. Anyway, so we're here today to talk about another game that's not made by GW. Mm-hmm. So we've already mentioned that. We're talking about um, Walking Dead games romantic. So in a nutshell, uh, how would you basically, what is it? It's cool. So you said there were two games.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so.
3: um, it's easy to describe the All of War was the first game and then Call to Arms was a, a bit more competitive play version of it. Right. So it's bo- both are sort of skirmish games. Mm-hmm. And it's just every playable character is a literal character named one. And they all all have, not all, but a bunch of have like different versions. So, I mean, the most basic would be Rick. Rick is the main character from The Walking Dead, and you have uh, different Ricks. You have the Cintiana survivor Rick, you have the prison guard Rick, you have the, um, at a certain point, he starts having only one hand, which affects him only being able to. Carry uh, pistols and one handed weapons. But uh, you can never take like tw- two rigs in one group. So oh. it is aimed at being uh, also a bit more thematic, but also a bit more realistic to the comics themselves, which would answer another question. The game is purely based on the comics, not on the TV show.
0: Right. So we won't be seeing Daryl anytime soon. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, no Daryl, no, uh, Merle, no, um, but we get to see a bunch of characters that haven't really appeared in the comics, so to speak. I mean, the best example would be the faction called the Marauders. The Marauders are three dudes, uh, Judd, Crack, and Andy. Mm-hmm. And they never appear like that in the comics. They appear as characters. It's basically the, the three hillbilly guys that uh, rob Abraham, Rick, and Carl on the bridge. All right. And one of them tries, tries to rape Carl. In the in the TV show, they're called the Claimers, and it's a bunch more, and like Daryl joined them for a while. But, anyways, they they didn't get any names in the comics, but um, the game actually has like a license to name certain characters, so oh. their names are canon now.
0: Awesome. So so it's, mm-hmm. so as well as being based on the book, uh, the comics, it's also expanding them as well.
3: Just with names, really. That's all. So yeah. there's like no there's no additional characters they make. They usually just take certain background characters. For mm-hmm. example, uh, like the sniper Carlos, he's just talked to once. like, take aim on that position and make sure if they do anything funny, you shoot them. But aside from that, there's not
0: much more. Okay, cool. And the other version, um, how, how's that different? Mm-hmm.
3: Well, um while the first game is more for, like, thematic narrative play Mm -hmm. the um second one introduces more stricter rules for so more competitive rules you for one get a completely additional strategy phase uh, with stratagems for certain roles in the group you also have now like official groups so that means um rick's group the saviors um woodbury's army they all get faction bonuses You also have, um, a chart which factions can actually work with which.
0: Ah, so the first one is more throw people together. And the second one is.
3: Yeah, not really. I mean, even in the first one, you, you cannot really, cannot really mix any factions, so to speak. Ah, right. But, um, like the call to arms makes it like actually have an impact. So you have certain factions that are allied with one another, which are allowed to be played together. Others just aren't, or you don't get any bonus for them. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, that's that's okay, the point. That's... Okay, that makes sense. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, right, awesome. Uh, okay, and um, so, oh, so it's based on the comics, not the TV series. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I suppose that's good, because the comics in themselves are a, a fantastic world. I mean...
3: Oh, the, indeed they are.
0: The, there's so much in there that that oh, they
3: haven't even um, touched. One point, one point. Sorry. I forgot to say... Um since you know the Telltale games?
0: Uh Telltale games, yes, yes.
3: Uh since they are canonically part of the comic world as well, uh since they had appearance of Michonne, uh Jesus, um, Herschel, which are based on the comics, mm-hmm. uh, they also have at least right now two characters from the co- uh, from the games, uh-huh. Clementine and uh-huh. Lee. But they have teeth that they will be uh, at least like one or two expansions uh, regarding the Telltale characters as well. So we have a chance of seeing uh, characters like Javier, um, uh, our favorite Kenny, for example. Though um, it's going to be a question how they're going to introduce them because it was mentioned like expansion. So it could either be waves or like literal expansion, but I'm going to talk about that later. Okay?
0: Yeah, cool, cool. Um, Right, so I mean... I guess the, the the one of the questions that I'd like to sort of uh, ask is what would you say is the best way to actually get started in the game? Like, is there a, a, a starter set or is there a particular... Because I've noticed you've got, uh, yeah, here comes Negan yeah. and All Out War starter and it's like, so...
3: Oh, um, that mention. Um, Here's Negan is not a starter to All Out War. Mm-hmm. Here's Negan is a, a box game in itself. It does use certain uh, gameplay mechanics from all-out war, but as a few more for example, your characters cannot really die unless they're bitten.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Uh, they just, like, go numb and they can recover the last point every now and again until they're bitten and turned into zombies. Awesome. You also have an autonomous player, Negan, which beats you up if you don't do your job right.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, let me just drink something. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs>
3: That's alright. Gets...
0: You get used to this when you do podcasts. You, 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 you yeah. lose you. I've never done it before, so <laughs> yeah, I've never done one before. Um, but yeah,
3: your sneaking is not really like a start. It's okay if you want the miniatures, or if you want like a like the, the the paper the paper board for um, um. some inside skirmish. You can actually combine certain mechanics from the game. For example, you get um, walker horde tokens, which are basically just a, a walker on the chip, but it's always only if you're out of sight. So there right. are walls marked in the game board, and if you see a token, you turn it around, and it has uh, one of the three-colored dice on it, and the amount of, like, ice? How do you call that? Uh, what do you call it on the dice? The the point, the
0: dots? Uh, I suppose just the, the numbers, really. <laughs> okay, the, the yeah. Dots, yeah. Depending numbers, on what number values. you roll with
3: that certain dice... Yeah, that many walkers will then appear in the hallway. For yeah, because I have
0: seen it uses custom dice, doesn't it? So mm-hmm,
3: exactly, it uses uh, a bunch of dice. But yeah, but back to the topic of how to get started. I'd say the core box is um, quite a good start to the game. Mm-hmm. It comes with five survivors. Um, wait, no, 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 five. Not uh, I think six actually. Yeah, six. Like um, four uh, of the scavengers, which is like a no-name faction, if you want to say it like that. They only appear to be shut up and cause uh, a certain issue in the comics. And on the board game, they reflect that as well. They're horrible. I can tell you that. Mm -hmm. But um, they're pitted up against uh, Rick and Carl, which are both the cards of the Cintiana survivors, meaning Rick still has his hands, which is a bit weird because the scavengers appear way later in the comics where Rick already lost his hand.
0: Right. But I guess, I mean,
3: the the starter box doesn't really have anything narrative to speak of, but uh, yeah, it's a good start. I mean, I picked it up uh, like in 2016. Honestly, no, not because I liked um, The Walking Dead. I just want like, I'm sorry, like something else to paint. Actually, it was zombies, so yeah, it was nice
0: because the the models do look really nice. And yeah, think... though
3: they though if you want to like if you want to paint it, just be warned they are a bit smooth. You know what I mean? Like the, the faces, they don't have like the sharp details of GW. So, yeah. wash, for example, is not going to give as much detail. So, you have to work with a lot of layering to get uh, the proper details. But it it's possible. It's not, un- so, it's so, not so like it's, impossible to
0: do. So, it's like saying, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, GW stuff.
3: Uh, no, actually not. I mean, GW always had like the sharp yeah. facial features they made but um the the these sculpts are a bit smooth like they, they don't have this hard the the hard um, wrinkles the face mm-hmm. that catch so much of the shade. They have more Oh so is it more of a stylistic
0: same... choice then?
3: yeah I think it's more realistic ah, in this right.
0: regard. Oh, cool, cool. I suppose not but quite yeah. so
3: heroic. Um, the start the core box is a super but honestly if you really want to get a good experience and you're sure you want to commit to the game, you should really just go for the collector's edition. It's 110 euros, uh, euros, I think, like a little less in pounds and a bit more in dollars. But, I mean, it's a starter price for GW stuff, so it's yeah. okay, I guess. But hey, you get the starter box, you get uh, double the amount of walkers, you get an old event-exclusive booster pack, you get the Clementine and Lee for that, you get a solo expansion, so if you want to play the game alone, it's also uh-huh. possible because there is an autonomous factor to it, which includes also another survivor. And I think that's it. Yeah, but it's a really good start, if you ask me. It's not bad. Okay, cool. Um, no.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's it's easy enough to jump in on uh, a, a 2. It's not like a... I mean, I suppose the I'm going to jump ahead in the questions here so i mean how would it differ from say 40k or age of sigma and that because i think that's kind of where most people's baseline in gaming is uh in, yeah in the gw stuff so how different are they would you say
3: i'd say it's a bit more situational i mean it's a skirmish game of course mm-hmm. so for one it's similar to like kill team where you take turns moving one character alone yeah so that's uh different than there is like the you don't have to roll for a certain stuff to do like well you do have to roll but um you you get like two actions for each character mm. you are not allowed to do one action twice unless okay. the character has an ability that says so so for example uh, one character from here is Negan. uh Tara I think she has an ability that tells you can do any action twice
2: oh cool.
3: which is good but um it can also be Trick to get you to be a bit more um, careless. So, for example, if you have the ability to shoot twice, it's nice, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but then you're not getting into cover. I don't know the game, so I'm just
3: sort no, of no, no. But like, just just saying, t- shooting twice instead of once sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But shooting uh, causes noise, mayhem, and attracts walkers. Ah, nice. Um,
0: I've put... really... Yeah, that's 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 good.
3: It really actually only is really good for running twice because it could cover great distances. Mm-hmm. But uh, for that, you would be better off with a runner like Glenn because I think he has an ability that lets you run twice. Nice. But yeah, um, the difference would be this. You have actions and you have to coordinate properly because with every turn you do, the other, the other player does want to. So you could uh, quickly have to change your strategy because suddenly he's in range to shoot you. So you might want to pull back this character instead of moving him forward, you know?
0: Right, so it's not like a you do all your stuff all at once and then the other player will... Exactly, so yeah, it's more so
3: strategical it's... in that regard.
0: Mm. So, there's, so there's a lot more reacting. Exactly. Cool.
3: Then, um, I'd say you also have to keep in mind there are walkers everywhere.
0: Ah, yeah, I was going to ask, how's it a zombie? Because
3: player? walkers are... It's a big elephant in the room. The walkers are an autonomous faction that react certain ways and ah. you try want you want to avoid them at all your cost you know
0: so, so you're not playing against the, the zombies you're playing against other players and the you zombies can play are against
3: of... zombies as well all right so... that's a cool thing you can play as one it's like a, as a team
0: mm-hmm.
3: against another team but you can also just play as one character with other people as a group together and right. then you can do it against another group or you can do it just against the walkers. Cool. So there's a lot of variety in play. because
0: So, so the walkers are to, sort of, in a lot of games, there's more like an environmental factor.
3: Exactly. A... But if you choose certain miss- missions, for example, clean out, then you have to basically kill all the walkers. And there it gets a bit more, you can get more issues because walkers can be added up. So you can get new walkers while you play.
0: Awesome. And can, uh, and do the walkers have sort of, I have pl- i don't know if you've played Zombie Side before, but uh, in that. I have the game, but I haven't played it yet. All right, yeah, because uh, there, are, there are different types of walkers that have different sort of, well, zombies, so you might get, I don't know, mm, yeah, in, in I know the what comics you mean. you've got things like lurkers and. Uh, and
3: yeah, and, you don't really have, they're called lurkers, but you have three kinds of walkers, if you want to say it like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have normal walkers, then you have the very rare armored walkers, which usually don't appear like wh- when you start the game. But if you have a character that wears armor, for example, Rick in his prison, most of the prison advisors, actually, mm-hmm. they wear a uh, uh, riot gear. So they spawn as an armored walker, which always can withstand uh, one headshot in each turn.
0: Right. So that would be like a prison guard that just got left. The, the, the yeah, or or, whatever.
3: or mostly it's actually just um, a zombie, zombified version of your character because ah. that's a mechanic too. If you don't kill someone with a headshot, they're going to return as a walker.
0: Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's very cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. And that, that... and
3: then there are lurkers too, but they don't get. A, they're not on a table actually. Lurkers are um, items you can find, sort of, because. Um, you can place um, resource markers on the table, which during the game you can search for band aids, for um, bad weapons, or even ammo refills, but you can also find uh, booby traps, for example, grenade with a pin uh, being pulled,
2: mm-hmm.
3: or you can find nothing, or you find a lurker, which is just a normal um, walker that attacks you,
2: nice. but
3: uh, you can get bitten quickly, uh, more quickly.
0: Cool. Uh, so so it sounds like there's a very there's going to be a really easy way to sort of do campaigns and sort of almost RPG ish stuff going yes, on.
3: Yes, partially, but um, in that regard, if anyone starts a new, I'd highly advise doing expansions one by one. Right. So you start with a core game,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and then you buy expansion one, Days Gone By, expansion two, uh, expansion two.
0: Oh, so it follows the comics I, in that sort
3: of regard. Sort of. You have, I think, five expansions. Let me just, I can just conjure up the, give you another page. <laughs> but, um, each, ex, uh, each expansion introduces a new aspect to the game. So, um, for example, uh, expansion one days gone by introduces the ability to create characters, actually. Oh. Yep. Because uh, it basically gives you a chart with stuff you can buy for your character for isn't this, this many points and you get your own character your custom character nice
0: Brilliant. it even so...
3: says it's a bit like rogue trader or the older warhammer in this regard that it even states you can make up your own special abilities but you have to price it uh, reasonably and you have to tell the other player and ask if they're okay with it
0: right okay that sounds kind of cool very old school and me. yeah it's
3: expansions are uh, Days Gone By, Miles Behind Us, Safety Behind Bars, Made to Suffer, and Fear the Hunters.
0: Yeah, so very and much like comics.
3: Yeah, but it's not complete. Like, it, it yeah, skips not, a so few not, chapters here and there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you go all the way to Fear the Hunters, in Fear the Hunters, you get the campaign expansion, basically.
0: Right.
3: Which also introduces um, factions, like, as a more... I mean mean, more like a point that you can play against in a bigger campaign, because till then, factions just meant which group against which
2: group.
0: Right. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, OK. And um, so, I mean, what kind of factions are we uh, looking at there? I mean, you've mentioned a few of them. So, I mean, what mm-hmm. kind of factions can you build your, uh, I don't know, what, is the unit a gang or a group or?
3: Well, it's a gang and a group. I don't I don't see where the difference is in this regard
0: all right (laughs) so maybe it's an english so i i was just sort of wondering because you know how in a you know underworld you got um war bands yeah but i mean
3: do you mean like gang or group in the sense of like a like an impact in rules or just as a way of Uh, calling them no
0: as in what what they're called just what oh they're called groups groups Groups, basically so
3: you begin with the classical the um it's it's sort of a mix actually uh, with the latest expansions it's um Atlanta Camp Survivors slash Alexandria.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I think you know Alexandria? Yep. So basically, since the la- in the latest expansion, they sort of moved towards the Alexandria arc, the mm-hmm. first one. So you have yeah. Aaron, you have Heath, you have um, Jesus now, you have uh, Maggie in her new outfit.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I think the latest we've got was uh, the Maggie in the prison, so it's nice seeing a new one. But, uh, yeah, so you have the, the standard, the good the good guys, so to speak. Then uh, the second you're introduced to are, is Woodbury, of course, the Woodbury Army. Though mm-hmm. so it is to mention that there is like a sub-faction that only really comes up in um, Call to Arms, which is the Green family, because you actually have a bit more to play with. So you have Lacey, you have Arnold, you have yeah. Maggie, you have the, 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 the twin sisters, you have Herschel. And they're an okay faction, just small and not the strongest, to be honest.
0: So like a more of a narrative faction? because
3: Yeah, and it's a nice one since they have a lot of healing, actually. Oh, very good. Cool. Mm-hmm. No, that, that, and that they cool. are... Yeah. Then you meet the Woodbury army, which are... Well, it's an army, literally. You get so many models for them because they have... I think they, they're the ones with the most... Unnamed named characters, so characters that are only really get named with the game.
0: Right, awesome.
3: And um, I can't really count how many it actually is.
0: <laughs> so they are a big, a but, big faction.
3: Exactly, and they pack like the most firepower of all the factions of the game because they actually have, at least in Call to Arms, they have access to a rocket launcher.
0: Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm.
3: But only with one refill, so uh, ah, yeah, sad. But it's it's nice actually to have a rocket uh. launcher. <laughs>
0: Oh, so when you say refills, is that is you have to reload the weapons?
3: Exactly, that's a mechanic. That weapons, as soon as you hit, and as you get a headshot with your weapon, mm-hmm. because that's a thing on the dice that um certain sides have a uh, like an exclamation exclamation mark. No, uh, uh well, it's a symbol that indicates a headshot. Right, headshots are, as you can guess, to take out walkers because they don't die otherwise. And if you kill, some, if you off a character with a headshot, then the character is gone. So no reawakening.
0: Right. And yeah, but um, No, what I meant as as soon is, as do, do hit... you have to reload the... Yeah, let oh, me... were just about
3: to... I'm on to explain it right now. So if you hit a headshot with a shooting weapon, at least, yeah. then you have to take an ammo check and uh... use uh, the, usually like the, the 50-50 dice, I would call it. It's a uh, black die with a Sheriff star on one, like, a three uh, three sides and nothing on the other. So you check, and if you get nothing, then the ammo is empty.
0: Oh. You basically
3: fired your last round.
0: So if you get lucky, you might get unlucky.
3: Exactly. Oh. And you can only use your weapon again if you have an ammo refill, which you can buy for points before the battle or you right. find in stash.
0: Ah, so that's what your resources are for.
3: And for certain characters, uh, I think it's only marksmen, they can still do this check when they hit two uh, headshots in one go, but anyone else immediately fails their check. So two headshots and your weapon is definitely empty.
0: Right. Okay, cool. Uh, that's awesome. And
3: Rocket Launcher, well, obviously he has one use only.
0: Right, so the Rocket Launcher is a very much a uh, use it and that's it, done.
3: Yeah, well, you can buy one refill. Unless you get like copy your refill card to make more of it, but yeah, your rocket launcher is always empty after one shot. Even if you hit, even if you miss, you don't do any damage or anything. Although you will always sort of hit. You do, you don't have like to check if you hit and then to wound. You just shoot and you roll for damage and they roll for defense and everything you get over their defense you deal as damage. Yeah, it's it's a rather simple shooting mechanic. If you ask
0: me, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, well, that yeah. does sound pretty simple. Uh, so there's no comparing mm-hmm. tables, and
3: no, 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 no. There is not even in Call to Arms. The Call to Arms. I'd say it takes what it takes. The good, simple parts of All of War, and just adds a few more intricate parts like weapons, weapon effects, and character uh, character traits. Just meaning a little more, but the shooting is the same, actually.
0: Fantastic. So so you would so, so what you said this is a re- <coughs> sorry. reasonably sorry. Recently easy game for beginners.
3: Yeah, I'd say so, but you should pick out uh, pick up All Out War first and I mean, you have to because um Call to Arms is only available as a booklet and well you can buy the rules as a booklet and you have to actually buy separate cards, but they started making it easier by releasing like a, a faction pack for a few factions already. Like you have the Whisperers, the Woodbury Army, Rick's group, um, the prison inmates, they count as a separate group. Okay, and cool. uh, let me, uh, the Saviors also have a group, have a faction group.
0: Fantastic. Um, so in terms of, because obviously I think a lot of us love the painting aspect of it. So what would you mm-hmm. say is your favorite model to paint? Uh, the, the, hmm. the, uh, in terms it's a of sculpting, hard choice actually in terms of sculpting wise and painting wise what would you say is your favorite I'd
3: say i'd say Negan is my favorite Negan. i mean obviously no. but um like him because I think he has the most different sculpts in the whole game from all the characters ah, so he's got he, a lot
0: of alternatives
3: yeah he got well he get he gets um you have one that was a Kickstarter exclusive I actually got that when i bought the core box mm mm-hmm. So that's what, uh, like one from my favorite image panel, where he basically uh, holds up like a grenade uh, with the with Lucille over his back, and basically shouts to them that they're gonna f them up. It's just a, it's a really cool shot, if you ask me. Cool. That was like the first Negan they got.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Then they uh, released uh, in Wave Two. They released a booster pack with him, mm-hmm. where he's uh, basically just mid swing with Lucille was pretty cool too. Um then you got the Hughes Negan. Negan which is one actually without a leather jacket. Uh eh, my least favorite if you ask me. Mm-hmm. But he's basically just holding out the seal. And then my very favorite, which sadly you can't get officially anymore, it's um eenie, meenie, Moony... Mooney Nimini Mooney? Is that the Hospital? Uh, yeah. Yeah Ini Mini Moon Negan because they released, um, they released three uh limited edition things. Uh, first one was Governor Wilson Michonne, and the second was uh the eeny, meeny, miny, mo, mo scene basically. Mm-hmm. So, you got uh, a big scenic base and with a Negan that basically is pointing at someone with Lucille, and you actually have sculpts for uh, kneeling Glenn, Toph- uh, Sophia, uh, Sophia, um. Uh, Carl, Rick, you know, the whole gang that basically get chosen to let's see who I bet who uh, whose head I bash in.
2: Awesome.
3: So yeah, That's, I'd say he has the best <laughs> sculpt, except for of course that he is Negan because I don't know. Negan is not Negan without his
0: jacket. Yeah. And what about gameplay wise, what's your favorite model in terms of gameplay?
3: <laughs> I'd have to say Negan again, actually. Negan again. <laughs> yeah, because I mean I think it's his um Ah, even, either leader of the saviors or badass motherfucker version. Yeah, Mm -hmm. actually, one of his versions is called badass motherfucker. Yeah. Um, there's only like two versions of him to play, and I think the leader of the saviors is the, he's Negan one. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he has a super strong ability, which, uh, which reduces all damage taken in melee combat by one. Mm -hmm. So that's a good one. He has pretty good shooting and melee stats a decent defense I'd say he has 8 eight health points which is the highest you can get I think but of course yeah. he's expensive for that I think he's 80 points or so
0: yeah and what kind of points but, would you play, play in a typical game mm,
3: you usually go between 200 for a medium sized gang with
0: less than usual equipment or 300 <laughs> alright so that is a pretty sizable investment then at 80 points
3: yeah, but he does get it away. I mean he swings he has uh Negan actually has a um a special equipment, Lucille of course, because in the game there are f- few items that are only usable by certain characters. For example, uh Carl's lucky hat, which can mm-hmm. basically prevent him from dying every time. Yeah. Well not every time, but uh you get a fifty fifty chance to just don't die. Awesome. Which is funny because One of the governors gets that as a basic ability. (laughs) So, yeah, but um, Lucille is just a very good melee weapon. Mm -hmm. It's basically the best, not not the best you could get, but for Negan, it's perfect, of course. I mean, it has been tailored to him, but he gets a real good punch out of it. He can take on most characters in melee and usually kill them in one or two turns if they're not careful.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's a real because, fan favorite, so...
3: Yeah, but I think the, the important thing to notice here, if you fight in melee, you have to choose if you want to attack
0: mm-hmm.
3: or if you want to defend. Ah. And because if you don't defend, you get all the damage that's rolled, which makes Negan even harder because he has, I think, two uh, white dice.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I think one white and a blue one, but it's basically a super good roll you can get out of it. Nice. Because the blue die does not have any blank sides. So you always get something And the white one only...
0: Hmm? So you always get something with it.
3: Exactly. You will get at least one damage out of it. Fantastic. So, yeah, the thing that you don't, you don't get any, like, any minus, any, 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 any nerves for, um, rolling headshots in melee. Mm -hmm. And a headshot just means an extra damage. So, the chances of hitting a headshot with the blue one is pretty good, actually. I think it's, 30%? 33% hit chance uh, for a uh, headshot.
0: Nice. Okay. And if someone, like a total noob like me, wanted to get into this game uh, or find out more, what resources would you point them towards? I mean, Facebook groups, podcasts, or
3: anything um, like that? I can't really give you any good advice on that because I sort of just learned the game for myself. Like, I, mm-hmm. I mean, so I usually am not pick one. Hmm? So it's it, yeah, it's easy up. to pick up, really. Awesome. It's just like a super thin rule book. Like, it, right. I wouldn't even. It's not really a book. It's it's a small, like, I think it's only thirty pages long.
0: Okay, so it's so it's so it's very much a uh, a more German style in its rule implementation. Wait. Sorry, uh, I'm, a, I'm a board gamer, so a lot of uh, when we refer to German style is sort of light on rules but heavy on theme as it were yeah i'd say so
3: yeah so. i mean yeah i mean it would add up if you buy all the expansions with mm-hmm. because each one has a uh, different new rules for example as i said days gone by has the character creation but also rules for burning enemies and burning uh ter- terrain yeah um fear the hunters has uh, traps as a new yeah,
0: implementation so uh yeah but so, so i think it's super ex- easy to get into so each expansion sort of adds complexity Exactly. So, if you find a level you're comfortable with, you can just sort of stay there if you wanted to.
3: You can, but uh, it's like totally worth it buying the expansions uh, just for the characters alone, because each mm-hmm. expansion has um, characters only in this expansion. Right. Perfect.
0: Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for joining us, and we will obviously have to have you on again sometime. Uh, I think we've got. <laughs> I, I think we'll definitely do something about Old Hammer. So I might definitely. Yeah, that that's would be lovely grab you for that one um but yeah thanks <laughs> very much for coming on negan and if anybody wanted to see any of your painting work uh it's uh instagram isn't it what's yeah the, what's the uh account is it it's papa negan isn't it yeah pepper point negan right i will put links to that in the show note. but thank you very much for joining us and um You're welcome. yeah we'll uh, move on with the show
1: That was Pepper Nagin and Michael talking about *Walking Dead* *All Out War*. Uh
0: huh. That was a very nice conversation.
1: Good. Um, and now we're moving into *Star Wars* legions. Yeah. And you're talking with Gareth.
0: Yeah, and I've got. ai I want to ask a question afterwards. Yeah. Can I get? Can I? Can I get some clones?
1: C- c- can we get get a bigger house?
0: Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta downsize some armies first, yeah. really. <laughs> All right, guys, I am joined by uh, my good friend, Gareth Wayne, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about a game that I literally have no idea about because uh, I've never played it or touched it, even though I really want to. Um, Star Wars Legions. Um, you know, it's Star Wars, so who, who wouldn't love it? Um, so, yeah, so what we'll do is we'll start with what we do with all of our guests when they come on for the first time. Um Can you tell us a bit about your background in gaming? How did you get into it and what do you play now?
4: Uh, So, I started off when I was like nine, like 31, 32 now. Yeah, Yeah, 31. Hard to remember in lockdown. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But, um, no, it was... uh, in Newcastle, the Games Workshop that used to be down from where the gate is now. I don't know how often you've been round lately. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it was you,
4: with you know big, which one big, I mean?
0: Yeah, with the big um gaming room upstairs.
4: No, 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 no the one the before one. that. But the other one, the yeah. one before that. Oh yeah, 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 I know that one as well. So I walked past that, and they used to have a display in the wall, and it yeah. was a, it was Imperial Guard. Breaking their way into a tyrannid hive. Oh,
0: I remember that one. Yeah,
4: and it looked like um, an ant farm. It was amazing. Yeah. I literally saw that, got so excited, like nine years old, and had me uh, mum like dragged in there and had a look and everything. And then I was like, oh, this is really awesome. I love this stuff. I had to go with the painting and you know the the usual. Because they always get you down for the, the 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 painting and the little bit of playing, mm-hmm. and I had a go of that. And as they were like showing you around and explaining what it was, I'm was like, "Oh, for, it's Warhammer well, Forty Thousand. It's this, that, and the other." And then I saw two people playing on a, another table, and they were playing fantasy. And I was like, "What are they doing? Uh, they're, they're, <laughs> they're 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 playing Warhammer well, fantasy. It's the other game we played." you know, trying to down um, obviously trying to downplay it while like the sickest Metallica album in the world is playing over the speakers. Um and I was like, that looks like Total Shogun Total War. <laughs> the first one that I'd like literally just played. Oh. So I went over and that's that was that was basically me hooked into the hobby there. I went up. Oh, I got the got so excited, I got the uh, starter set. The um be the orcs and goblins and empire one Mm -hmm. and uh yeah that was me hooked got into that played fantasy until i was like mid-teens then dropped out of the hobby because uh you know girls and drink yep came back in me uh my late teens early 20s for a bit and got into 40k Uh, and then just doubled a bit until um until I went to work for GW a bit, oh, and I've nice. been I've been stuck in it ever since then. Obviously, don't work GW uh, now, no. <laughs> but uh, no, staying with it.
0: Awesome. Uh, that's fantastic. And what type of games do you play at the mi- at the
4: minute? So uh, primarily for pff, the last five years, I'd say I've been playing 30K almost yep. exclusively. Um. But I dabble in a bit of Armada occasionally. Uh, I played some 40k occasionally. Um, I've started collecting and played a couple of games now of Legion. Um, And those couple of games were enough to learn how to play and fall in love. And then Lockdown kicked off. And I've been trying to do it through TTS. Ah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, and I've also managed to play a lot of uh, 40k Ninth Edition 3 TTS.
0: Oh, fantastic! Because yeah. um, I, 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 I've been struggling to get into it, but uh, I, I, I should try a bit more. But uh, excellent! So, um, so you, so you've really been enjoying. So you've really been enjoying what you've been playing on Tabletop Simulator.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's it's not great, but it's. More than okay, yeah.
0: That's what yeah, you need at some point, isn't it? Just yeah, well, we need okay. it
4: now, don't we? And it's yeah. been good for, um, especially for learning Legion and going past just knowing the rules to actually knowing the tactic of the game.
0: Yeah, awesome. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, right, so what, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about Star Wars Legion. So um, I suppose, I guess, at the core of what it is, what is Star Wars Legion? What, what you know? How would you describe it at its core?
4: So, it's very much a control point based um, sci-fi war game, and yeah. I say control point in the idea of You're not looking to just, say, shoot down the other player. You're not looking to um, just stay in one place. You have to move around the board. You have to take control of the game. And Mm -hmm. because it's played in a... I choose a random um, symbol out of a bag, which represents one of the units... Um, so it'll be a, a troop unit, special unit, a commander unit, a vehicle, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you have to have a lot of options on the board because you can take yours, then they take theirs.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And that was a big change for me, coming from like forty k and thirty k and stuff. But I believe it's um, similar to the way bolt action yeah, works. A,
0: a, a lot of games have gone with that whole um, yeah uh, that alternate alternating turns.
4: Yeah, because I've seen it a lot in just some skirmish games I've tried, but I'd never actually played it properly in a um, a big a big strategic war game. Mm-hmm. And it really, really works for the way they've built the game because you never know what you're going to get to do. Yeah. Um, and it's all about the list building for the synergy to choose what you get to see before you have to go blind hunting.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, cool. Uh, so so it's a so it's very much um a more strategic game, I guess, on the ground. Not strategic, more tactical, I suppose. More, eh,
4: you know, thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's um there, there's no, I know what my plan is going to be, and that's what I'm going to do. That I'm yeah. used to from like thirty k or forty k or um even a lot of other games like that, because you don't actually get to choose yeah because it could change yep. any moment yeah you've got a very limited amount of ways to specify what kind of unit you're going to use mm-hmm. and if you just if if you put down say um a couple of specials and stuff and vehicles you could try and before the game turn um assign an order to them so that you'll be able to just choose to use them whenever you want but you might not have but you probably won't have enough to get all of them yeah um i i, I really enjoy it it's awesome. that air of mystery you don't usually get in a war game
0: yeah i guess sometimes you need that little bit of mystery just to to make yeah. it you know i suppose just, in a way you've got to react more you you're you're thinking
4: yeah, because the rules are very tightly written and they are mm-hmm. not complicated in the slightest. Yeah. So that extra level of um, tactical thinking to be like, I can't put myself in a position where I'm going to have to do things that I don't want to, mm-hmm. is really fun. I suppose that's what you need, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Times. you need you need that bit of thinking and um unpredictability to sort of really mix things up a bit
4: yeah it's um it's quite fun in the way of you're not just playing against your opponent you're playing against your own preconceived idea of how the mission will go
0: uh, so you can't really just as you say you can't really. I'm doing this is how I'm doing my turn. Yeah. Because your opponent could do something that makes you, that sort of rips up your whole plan and you're like, oh wait a minute.
4: Yeah, like quite easily. Um you can start off your turn to, Oh well that's fine. I've um already through my um commander decided that these two units are definitely gonna be able to act whenever I want to. And the rest are going to be pulled from the bag. Mm-hmm. That's great, but it's only two units and you'll have like nine.
2: Yeah.
4: Um, it doesn't, it, it, it does mean you have to have a certain level of board control because it even has a morale uh, option which you have to be in a certain range of a commander to use their morale because oh. everyone else has like morale you know, a morale of one. So if you... Because there's a lot of tokens in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, much like Fantasy Fights other games. Yeah. And say you get two pinning tokens. Um, you then are more than your uh, morale. You double your morale. You start to run away. Oh, Uh, now you could use your commanders, which I love Vader for it, like, you know I love Empire love to play Vader and he's basically got no morale thing, so he never he's never scared of anything so if you're within a certain range of him, your unit is never scared of anything, because who who you're more afraid of getting shot, maybe or having Vader just reach out and squeeze your neck until you're dead (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's one of it's it's one of those things. But if he's out of range, you know, most troops, most basic units, most units actually have only got a morale of one or two. If you, if you don't even really need to kill people, you just need to hit them, ah. keep them pinned down, and suddenly they're thinking this battle is not uh, going their way. They start running away. That's uh, it's it's got a lot of. Things that I wasn't prepared for or wasn't aware of, and it's
0: really fun, so the leaders are very important in that respect,
4: oh yes, um they've got a nice set of all of the different characters mm. and having recently brought out the uh the new starter set, I say recently, but um Re- recently, and that we haven't really got a lot of time to use it because of the uh, stuff going on.
0: Yeah, pandemic and stuff.
4: Uh, it's made a big change because obviously it was just dual faction, and now there's four. Oh yeah. So it makes a big difference going from just Empire Rebel to Empire Rebel Republic Separatist. Mhm. And. They've updated the rule set. They've done a proper second edition of it. Uh, They re released a lot of FAQs and things to keep it uh, fresh. They've always been very good at fixing issues with the game. So, this isn't, this is overpowered. This isn't powered enough. Fixing it. And also, you know, rules queries. Right, so so when
0: you get back into it, you're going to be able to sort of uh, crack on the ground and not be waiting around. Right, what's the impact of these? What's the FAQs done, and it's, they've already sort of done that work.
4: Yeah, and they've been really great. Um, obviously, they'll be moving from uh, FFG to atomic mass yep. games, which is all, as you know, it's it's all. It's
0: all asthma day. day. So
4: yeah. There's no difference in the company; it's just a different department.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: But uh, Fantasy Flight and, as, and uh, Atomic Mass—they're always really good at doing um, online um, introductions and walkthroughs and mm-hmm. how you play. This is what we're doing. This is how things are changing. So that's always great to see, like yeah. that kind of community support and um connection is great to see in a game
0: awesome i mean my next question was going to be is it just based on the original movies or does it include stuff from in the prequel so you've already answered that we've got the separatists and the um and the yeah. uh um uh, uh the galactic republic but are we talk are we also including content from things like the clone wars and the other Sort of series is going on there. I'm probably thinking more the Clone Wars because that's probably the biggest series there was.
4: Yeah. Uh, yes, definitely. We've got um, a lot of units that uh, obviously you would only have seen in the in the in the Clone Wars cartoons replicated into the actual Clone Wars. Um, Expansion of the game, as you'd say, mm-hmm. because uh, we all we all remember the films if we if we've seen them. There wasn't a whole lot of specificity, mm-hmm. you know. You weren't you weren't you weren't aware this is this and that too, you know. These are the Jedi Masters, and um, they're not named, <laughs> but we've got all that now. So as we go on, we get more released. Uh, the one of the most fun things because. They've released stuff for the Star Wars Rebels cartoon as well. Oh nice. Yeah, you can have oh, what's her face? I keep forgetting her. The Mandalorian girl. With the Darksaber.
0: Oh, yeah. Um oh ah It's one of the um no, I know I know her. I know her. Yeah. But I'm just getting On the, the mixed up with the other
4: There's
0: two of yeah.
4: them, isn't there? There's this... there is two. Yeah. Ren.
0: Ren. Yes, that's it. So Sabine.
4: Sabine. Yes, Sabine. Yes, that's it. Because there's the the other one.
0: Yeah, because there's the one from the Clone Wars and there's the one from Rebels.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is that right? Yeah.
4: Yeah, I'm sure Sabine Ren is
0: Rebels, isn't she? Because she's the she's she's uh played by um Katie Sackhoff. Yes. And she rep- uh... did it in the Mandalorian.
4: So. Yeah, I'm sure it's a. Yeah, might be the other one. Possibly. (laughs) Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's just one of the two.
0: Yeah, and obviously, um, that means I'm I'm guessing Clan Ren are involved then as well. Yes,
4: they were actually released, um, in the last year. You can actually take Clan Ren as a unit. Oh, nice for the rebels. And it's like, oh, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, of, I'm Oh, yeah. That looks.
0: That sounds awesome.
4: And obviously, at the same time, they released um, what 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 their name? The thingy squad from Battlefront. Oh. Uh, Inferno Squad. Nice. So so that was the imperial release to go with it. Just bringing in the games. Uh. It's, it's the amount of expanded law. It's all the new law, obviously. They're not going into the any of the um, the old uh, retcon stuff. But yeah. all of the new approved by Disney, um, they're quite happy to expand into any of it, mm. which is great because the amount of stuff you can get. Like they've, they've released the ARC Troopers for the Republic. Oh, very nice. So you get jetpack clones oh brilliant that's that's t- i must admit Re- uh, uh, Repu-
0: uh, republic republic well, with the clone troopers is, is the thing that's probably tempting me most yeah
4: they've got that stormtrooper look but also you get to take jedi and oh. ah, yeah. yeah it's really exciting
0: but I, I must admit i am a very much an empire man i know they're the bad guys but i just love tie fighters i love stormtroopers they
4: yeah they are the way like yeah, when i saw that you could take the snow troopers Oh. I was just like oh, yes.
0: I okay, tell you what will get me the shore troopers because I love them.
4: Oh, they've got them. Oh Yeah. Oh you're gonna you get gonna, the... gonna, gonna get Lit- killed. <laughs> Literally you can take shore troopers with uh the, the dark troop is it the dark troopers? Uh, death, uh, troopers. death troopers. The death, death troopers, troopers, yeah. The you can take the shore troopers and the death troopers oh. and um you could take the character from Rogue One.
0: Uh, Onik. Ors- oh. or yes. Or,
4: oh, yes. I can't remember his name. Yeah, that's got Krennic. Krennic. Krennic, Krennic. That one. Krennic, Yes, you can take oh, Krennic, Krennic with them, and to get special rules for being with him. So they've got all that all that synergy that's built into them. And I mean, one of the first purchases I got was an A- ATSD. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh. I was just like I, I hadn't, I hadn't even played the game. I was just I need an ATST.
0: Well, I mean, if you're, uh, if you watch the Mandalorian, it's just like that.
4: Oh yes.
0: That was just fantastic, and that, of course, after seeing that, you're sort of realizing in retrospect how absolutely brutal and manic and terrifying are Ewoks.
4: Yeah. It does make you look back and go how did that happen? <laughs> what are these guys doing in their lives that they were able to I mean, kill the stormtrooper, sure, but they were breaking the ATSTs with logs. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just what <laughs>
0: yeah, Ewoks would not like to face them.
4: <laughs> oh I don't uh, have you played Battlefront? I, yes. Yeah. I have. I I got into that when it came out on um when it came out on epic for free give a go of that ewoks and that horrific and i'm like oh that is that is probably what they're going to be like in legion when they when they eventually release them
0: yeah i've also got it in um epic as well because that was a great release that oh yeah (laughs) okay awesome um so i mean next question would be how would you get into it i mean is there a um is there a starter set
4: so there is Technically, two starter sets. Oh. Um, there's the original Core Legion set, which was when it was still the dual faction. So you've got the Empire and you've got the Rebels. You get Luke, you get Vader, you get some Rebel troopers, you get um, some Stormtroopers, you get some speeder bikes, and you get a little um, is the ATRT, mm-hmm. the, little, the little one-man chicken walker. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's it's pretty good. It's pretty cheap. But when they started uh, Clone Wars, they released a full Clone Wars version two expansion, uh-huh. and obviously it has the up- it'll have the updated rules. Uh, and that one is the Separatists and the Republic, with mm. obviously it's led by Obi Wan Kenobi and General Gr- Grievous. Oh Grievous! But from the beginning, you can be. Hello there. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's great. Again, again, you get uh, some troops, you get some droids, you get some clones, you get a um, a speeder for the a speeder for the Republic, and for the separatists you get destroyer droids, Ooh. which are brilliant because they come with two models. They've got one that that you use when they're rolling and they have the shield, and one that you use when they're start when they've uh, peg legged themselves out and are uh, shooting. It's brilliant. Very nice. It's, a, it's the weirdest thing ever to provide two models when the way the game works technically you wouldn't be able to do that, but it's still awesome.
0: Awesome. So 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 they they sound cool as.
4: Oh yeah. I mean the Separatists are amazing. The stuff they get, the the way they're built. I mean when the B2 Battle droids came out I don't know if you've seen the Chrome paint by is it Green Stuff World, but I, but yeah, someone someone painted the B two battle droids in that like the week it came out, and it was just that's how that that's the way.
0: Yeah, because I've seen Duncan's done some painting guides on the store troop, clones and stormtroopers as well. So
4: yeah, there oh.
0: a few others. I think he's done Obi Wan Kenobi.
4: Yeah, well, it's and great. Darth Maul. It's great to see the stuff that he's doing now.
0: Mm. Oh, definitely.
4: Because it's obviously he's always been a decent painter, but it's not the painting, it's the explanations. He's a very good teacher.
0: As I say to to everyone, if you want to win a golden demon, there are other people who will tell you to do that. If you want to be a good tabletop standard painter, Duncan's your man.
4: Yeah. Duncan will teach you the basics and the intermediates that you need to know Mm-hmm. To to paint, and he will teach you well. You will understand what you were taught. Yeah, and then uh, you've got uh, like other things where you're like, I'll go here and I'll learn from them. So like, that they're out of your league at the minute. Go somewhere yeah. else, learn what you need. Then you, you don't go straight. No one went straight to high school. <laughs> yeah, you no, just no, don't exactly. do that
0: <laughs> exactly. And uh, no, that that's fantastic. Um, and uh, obviously teaching white. Is a, uh, <laughs> a very oh, good thing,
4: because yeah, I, learning white. Um, I was lucky because I'd started my white scars in 30k before I did my, um, uh, before I'd actually started my my uh, stormtroopers. Yeah. So I'd already learned like the the nice ways that you can use blue and blue washes to bring out the the color on white yeah uh so bringing that to the stormtroopers was really good
0: yeah awesome cool uh fantastic and um yeah so two starter sets which just brilliant because it gives you loads and loads of options yeah so i guess the next thing is how does it differ from games like like warhammer 40k and age of Sigmar? i guess because that's i suppose where as you did and i did that's where most gamers sort of start out so yeah I mean you've already discussed you've got the low morale so they can break easy and you've got the um the, the alternative activations, but um is it like a, a bit like X Wing as well, where you've got all the cards and
4: Yes, exactly. You've got so you've got like a as people playing forty K and Age of Sigma will be used to, they've got like the data sheet. Mm-hmm. Um but the data sheet is a card. And then instead of paying points that are on the data sheet or going looking in the codex, you then have um, upgrade cards that come with them uh, based on a couple of symbols down the side of the card that you can match up and go, oh, right, well, I can pay the points for this. I can pay the points for that. And you just add the card. Yeah. Um, Which unfortunately means, like, it does put the slight downer on the fact that you would need to buy Generally, things that you don't particularly want for just one army to get mm-hmm. all the cards. Right. I've so never a bit, been a on bit that like one, X-Men. Of that one. Yeah, exactly the same as Equin, same as Armada. It's the fantasy fight setup. I think they they've been doing that since uh, Star Wars Assault. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting the but you know. If you're playing with your friends, you just need to know what it says. You don't actually need the card.
0: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, 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 uh, so that sounds quite cool. You said there's a lot of tokens as well.
4: Yeah, there's, um, there's tokens for the unit type. There's token for unit actions. There's token for unit effects. They're all very useful because there is a lot of effects that a unit can go through and it is nice to be able to visually represent them. Mm-hmm. That's something that obviously we don't have in Age of Sigmar and 40k really. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, not officially, but yeah.
4: Yeah, like there's people who do like minus one tokens and stuff just to remind people. And
0: mm-hmm. so, so it's a very easy way to so so it's a very easy way to visually see immediately what's going on with your models
4: in the concept of the game. I I don't think it works very well in 40k a lot of the time mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but the way that you do it in legions, legions, yeah. really, when you do, just put that little token on the card, because mm-hmm. obviously you've got all your cards in front of you. You can just put the token on the card. You're going to be referencing that card when you move the unit, shoot the unit, whatever. You've got the token to tell you, and that's a lot Simpler than if you had to put tokens on units, and then you're referencing a book. The way it works, it works a lot easier. The way it works is appropriate to having tokens, mm-hmm. so it doesn't feel like you've tacked something on. Right, and I I did like that. Um, the the way it, the way that it does the you go I go, um, that, you know is unusual for those of us who play 40k and age of Sigmar. That was a big change for me. Like I think I said it earlier, but I was very it took me a while to, to really get it and be like, yeah. okay, yeah. Because it does cut out a lot of Alpha Strike um options.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: But it also means you're keeping your opponent guessing for a lot longer. And that can lead to the same sort of issue where you can keep your opponent guessing for so long that they've expended their heavy stuff or they've moved their heavy stuff to get a p- better position, and then you can then you can just use your heavy stuff. I don't know which one's better, mm. but I do think it works for the game system,
0: yeah, cool um. Awesome. So, I mean, that's obviously each system has its own benefits and advantages yeah. and that's of it. So, because kind of obviously
4: so. in like 40k and stuff, you your, your movements and things like that are all varied. Now, In age of sigma, I think you are as well. I don't play yeah. it as much, but uh, I'm sure it was. But in Legion, everyone's just got a number on their card: one, two, or three you move the leader that far and then you place the other models in a coherency around them. Mm -hmm. So you're not moving the whole unit, so it makes a lot of difference to um, uh, movement placement because that model doesn't have to move uh, six inches or anything. It could move like 12 as long as the leader only moves the range one or range two. Mm. And uh, it's got a bit of the old 40k and 30k unit facing um, because the way the range finder works is it's one of those proprietary uh, bendy things. Mm -hmm. So you place it at the front of the unit like X-Wing and um, uh, Armana and you Direct it to where you want to end up. Then you pull the unit up and click it to the end and remove the rangefinder. So again, you need to be aware of facings, which is something I'm. I was happy to see.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, so what? A, what would you say your your favorite models? I mean, be that in terms of sculpting, or in gameplay. Hmm.
4: So. Favorite models in if I was going to go sculpting, as mm-hmm. you said earlier, the Short Troopers.
0: Yeah, awesome.
4: Because they do look like they do in the film. They are almost perfect representations of what you would expect from Rogue One. And I love that film. Oh, yeah, it was a good film. It was amazing. Uh, as for gameplay, Vader. Yeah. Just because Vader plays the way you would you would expect Vader to play.
0: Awesome.
4: Vader has the ability to kill one of his own soldiers to make them take an extra action. Mm. He's fearless. He's amazing in combat. He's got the ability to throw his lightsaber. He has everything you ever want. Now, the original model that came out uh, is okay. But it was in soft plastic, so mm-hmm. you know. It looks great and uh like the one I did and I've painted up, but from too long of sitting there, the lightsaber now gets very droopy. Nah. So it looks like he's gone a bit floppy. <laughs> they have got another one. Um, a one that was released as an operative, which is like a, a second line character. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that one up and hopefully that's um made out of the tougher plastic that they make things out of now, which is close to what people who play GW games will be used to. Yeah.
0: So it's so, a so more hard PVA than
4: Yeah, it's the it's the stuff that you would use plastic glue on. Cause the original stuff it's super glue that you want. Ah. It's it is it, it is not Melty. It'll just it's just surprisingly soft.
0: So they sort of realize where they've gone wrong and made yeah. a change.
4: Which was really good because when the new stuff came out in the clone wars, mm-hmm. it was the original uh set of clones that came out, they were still in the soft plastic.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: But the droids are all on sprue.
0: Uh-huh.
4: So they, they went in the hard plastic and they've just transitioned everything.
0: Awesome. So the core sets are like, the still the soft plastic, but...
4: Yeah, other than the droids and the yeah Clone Wars uh, core set.
0: Cool. Okay, so um, what would what you suggest for a total noob like me to find out more about the game? Because I'm very interested now that I can get short Troopers. <laughs>
4: yeah. It's, so... Personally, Mm -hmm. I read up on it a lot on the internet, like we usually do. But what really worked for me is uh, battle reports on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And one person in particular does the best content. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking all of the content, um, from model releases to actual games. Okay. Uh, Do you want the name? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's Krabok. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you'll have seen them before, but they do all of the fantasy flight stuff.
0: Oh yes. Yes. I think I know who you mean now. I will put a yeah. link in the show notes. So
4: yeah. C R A B B. Okay. But almost anything you want to know about Legion, or if you want to see, uh, learns to play, uh, how, and how, Unit to play it once you've advanced into actually playing yourself
0: yeah
4: he's perfect for it
0: awesome perfect that's what we that's what we want awesome excellent well I think that's uh, about all we got time for but uh thank you very much for joining us Gareth no and, problem. Uh, we'll definitely be having you on again because there's some other games you want to discuss as well so oh yeah 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 I think, Chris, I think Chris is uh, lining you up to talk about legions. Not legions, Armada. We're oh, I'm just about legions. Yeah, that is,
4: yeah. <laughs> Armada. Yeah, oh, yes, yes. Armada. Oh, yeah. so good as well. Yeah,
0: awesome. Uh, fantastic. Okay, all right, brilliant. Thanks very much, Gareth. And we'll, uh, oh, well move on to the, move on to the next section. Have
4: brilliant. a good day. Bye, one. Thank you very much, Gareth. Bye, bye.
1: So the time has come for me to build my uh, Iron Jaws War Scroll um, up, and yeah, I'm completely useless. i um, It's going to be an experience.
0: Yeah, because you've not actually played any Age of Sigmar before, have you? I
1: haven't. I've had this army for um.
0: Well, about three years.
1: Yeah, about three years. In boxes, unpainted unbuilt and it's about time I did something with it because yeah, it, it looks like a great game and I want to get into it so uh, this is the beginning of the journey we thought we'd record it so people can see how we've put this together and it might inspire other people to do the same
0: well that's what we hope so yeah. I, I think what we'll do is we'll start off by I've explained to Megan off off, off camera the basic sort of almost force organisation chart of the uh, uh, of Age of Sigmar. So so we're aiming for 2,000 points. And we sort of explained that that, you know, that requires a leader and at least three battle line units. And we sort of more or less familiarised herself with which units are battle line and not. But not fully. So I wouldn't not say... Not fully. You're... I just
1: got a few ideas of what...
0: A few ideas. So yeah. I think we're using War Scroll Builder on the uh, Age of Sigmar, well, on the Warhammer community website, um, because mm. <laughs> the thing with uh, Age of Sigmar is uh, the points change every year. Yes. You get a General's Handbook, and it means it's, there's always a race to keep up. And there are other army building apps out there, like uh, Battlescribe and such, but we're using okay. the official one today.
1: Yeah. Give it a try.
0: Give it a try. So how about we start with the actual... We we already had a look through the through the actual um, book, a little look, and because we also want to introduce a war scroll battalion, so which one are we which one are we going to pick there, Megan?
1: Well, we were looking at either the Iron Fist or the Weird Fist, and I think we were thinking the Iron Fist. Yeah, is but, probably.
0: Yeah, I mean, then again, the, the Weird Fist doesn't look too bad because you've got a magical thing there. So, should we have? What is that green puke? Is that on the? Um... Should we have a that look?
1: Green. green puke does sound quite interesting.
0: That's a weird fist. Let's have a look on the weird nom, Weird knob shaman. Uh, abilities. No, that's the war chanter. Green puke. Here we go. So what's the green puke do?
1: So, casting value of six. Uh...
0: Imagine a straight line. So, what we're doing is we're drawing a straight line... So we're picking, so we're rolling 2d6, and then we're picking a point and then drawing a straight line between the weird knob and that, and then everything, it, it, it thingies there, it suffers.
1: Everything's d3 mortal wounds.
0: Yeah. That actually doesn't sound too bad. That's quite
1: effective. And you can you use could. it twice. You use that twice.
0: Yeah. That okay, that kind
1: of... that could be quite interesting. Maybe, maybe we can go with that one then. Weird vest.
0: Weird vest, yeah, just for the weirdness of it. <laughs> so for that, you need one auric Weird Knob Shaman.
1: I do have one of them.
0: We do have one. Should we actually say what you've got? And three to five Brutes or Bad Boys. So we actually say what them. we got. So where have I put that um, screen of what we've got? So we've got. Do you want to read out what you? So, got?
1: So hanging around in in boxes, I've got a a mega boss. A mega boss on a Mole Crusher. Look, excellent looking model. Um, a War Chanter. A Weird Knob Shaman. Uh, two lots of Brutes. Yep. Which are how many models?
0: Uh, five, in, five, five in each. Five so... in each,
1: so that's ten, ten Brutes altogether. Uh, two lots of the Girl Grunter models, so that's six total. Um, ten Ard Boys and. A Man Crusher Gargant is that the yep, giant?
0: that's the giant. That
1: could be an ally.
0: Yeah, he could be an ally because you got to choose that. You got a b- Battle Force a-, a while back that had the Man Crusher Gargant yes. in there, uh, and he can be a nice little ally if, if if we so choose to have him in there. So let's go back to War Scroll Builder. So we know what we want. We want the battalion. We want the the weird, the weird fist. Now the thing is, as I explained there before. The thing with the we- the battalions is, and in my opinion, it makes them much better than what we had when we had formations in 40k, because we all remember what a awful thing that was.
1: I can't, actually.
0: You can't? Ah, oh, right. No, well, I don't
1: remember that. It was
0: basically, stuff. people got stuff for free that were really good. And it was like, why are you getting all this stuff for free, and I've got nothing? <laughs> and it, it was really bad. It, it, it kind of spoiled the game a little bit, which is a shame, because the idea behind them were great. Yeah, but in so
1: just fix it a little because we have to pay for the
0: yeah you pay for the models for, for
1: the models and, and for the ability,
0: ability. yes yeah. so in this case it, it, you know you're paying um 140 points apparently uh, so we need to um, pop in so we've got the battalion in there so this is my first time using this so we need to add in the units so we need uh so we adding your brutes. So I add your brutes in, and the brutes are 130 points each. Okay. So that's both your brutes there. Uh, we haven't. We, I don't think we're going to be delving deep into the weapons at this point, because the weapons. It, it, the thing with Age of Sigma is, whereas you're, you're obviously you're familiar with how to build a list in 40k.
1: Yes, and weapons are a big thing. Choosing your weapons is a big thing in that.
0: Yeah. But in From building
1: it's it's
0: a kind of a big thing in 40k well sorry age of sigma not 40k in age of sigma you just pay the points for the unit there's no granularity
1: oh okay
0: so if a unit is five models you just pay for those five models you don't pay for what weapons they have
1: that makes it simpler
0: it does make it simpler uh it is a pain in the and the bum when you've got certain units that Certain boxes, which you know, you you buy it, and then you can build a leader out of it, and then you've got a spare model, (laughs) because it you know they usually come in twos or threes or whatever, and then you've got not got the thing to make it up. But you, if you've got seven models and you buy them in lots of five,
1: yeah,
0: you to get the next two in there, you pay for the next five.
1: Yeah.
0: So it is a bit of a pain.
1: But yes, I can see that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we put in those. So those are 2 orc alt-brutes and they they get choices of weapons. You've got your brute choppers and your jagged gore hackers. Shall we have a look at the book and see what they are? Um, I mean, we don't really have to delve in deep, but this is a Sigma profile. So you've got... Okay. This is the basic sort of um, stat line there. So you've got your move. Oh, they're, they're, they're gore grunters. They're not brutes. So you've got your move. So you see, they're, they're big guys, but they can only move four inches. Okay. So they are quite slow. They've got three wounds each, so... Uh, their morale, their bravery is six, and they've got a okay. four-plus armor save. So they're still pretty nasty. Yeah. And then it breaks down the, the, the weapons there. Okay. So you get your range of the weapon. So most weapons are one... Uh, melee weapons are one inch. In this case, you've got long melee weapons. Like, the gore hackers are quite long. Yeah. So they've got a larger range. The number of attacks they make, and then like 40k is now just a free plus to hit, a free plus to wound, and then you've got your essentially your rend is sort of like your armor penetration. Oh, okay, and then you've got your damage, and then obviously, ghoul choppers, boss choppers, boss claws, and boot smasher are a bit more damage. Yeah, but for example, here you've got it, and then the description it gives you so you've got a unit of orc brutes has any number of models, the unit is marked arms with one of the following weapons a pair of brute choppers or jagged jaw hacker and one in every five can take a a gore chopper so that's sort of like a big a big boss weapon as okay. it were and then the boss gets his own type of weapons that are a little bit different but that's generally it and then they've got their own ability so um if they're um attacking something a bit bigger like it's just very thematic here. Duff up that big thing. Do you want to say that in your orc voice? Duff up the big thing. Yeah, we all love making orc voices. So add one to the hit rolls for wounds made by uh, 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 by this unit against a target with wound characteristic four plus. So if it's a big model or it's got more wounds, these guys have an easier time hitting it.
1: That makes sense.
0: Because they're bullies. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they're your troop choices, your basic troop choices, but. Yeah. You've also got another battle line troop choice that you need to put in because the 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 the, the weird fist is free uh units of either brutes or ard boys. And the ard boys, they're what we used to call black orcs back in the day. They're like um iron jaw cheerleaders. I think that's <laughs> okay. the best way to describe them. They're sort of like orcs that have um decided um I want to be an iron jaw, so I'm gonna dress up like one, but I'm not quite big enough yet and I'm gonna follow them around and Oh bless. Yeah. They're it's like a
1: little fan club.
0: Yeah. They used to be the biggest orcs in Warhammer Fantasy and now they're almost like grots to oh. the big, big orcs. <laughs> I know it's it's kinda of mad. They're not as good, but they are um they're actually really nice models despite their age. So you need to have that unit because you've only got two. So you need to put in Ard Boys. Yes. and the Ard Boys are a hundred points each. Um, and we need ten of them. So you buy them in five. So there's five. So as you can see there on the on the on the manual. So this just makes a great radio here. You've it got does. on the Warscroll Builder, it's got a man symbol there. You've got five there. So we need to pop in, boom, there. Right hand. Yeah. And that means that they're Battle Line, because Iron Jaws Battle Line, or Big Wild Battle Line, if you've got 10 or more models.
1: Okay.
0: So that puts us to a total of 600 mo- points right now. And you put your Battle Line in there.
1: Yep.
0: And a Battalion. But now you need a Leader. Oh, we do need to put in the Weird knob Shaman, don't we?
1: We do
0: need the Weird knob Shaman. Yeah, we do. Yes. So he's on another 120 points. So we're actually... 720 it. points. And that's literally a... Valid army. Okay. Just, just as small as
1: that.
0: Yeah, you can have that as small as that. I mean, you could, yeah, you can shove in three endless spells, but we'll talk about endless spells in another show. Or, yes, because or they're
1: very... When they came up, I was like, what? Yeah.
0: I we'll talk about them another time. I have no idea. But, yeah. Uh, in the meantime, so you want to add a... a so you probably want to add... Um, one of the big models. So, yes. so we'll knock off the we'll knock off the bits that, that we've put in. So we put in the brutes, and we put in the Arb boys, and we've put in the weird knob shaman. We've just got them open there. I do love that weird knob shaman model. Yeah. I don't think I could paint that smoke with a galaxy sort of effect there. Oh, I
1: might have
0: a go. Better you than me. <laughs> uh, okay. Use
1: contrast to do uh, the the wet blending effect
0: on it i suppose you are quite good at wet blending on contrast yeah, yeah. um do you want to shove in a more mega boss or oh. on a more cracker because
1: do i want to give myself that challenge
0: it's not actually that i don't think it be that hard to paint but it's just a cool See, model wouldn't it wouldn't
1: be that hard to paint or you know there's this painting it and there's painting it well <laughs>
0: It's true. Anyway, yeah, go on.
1: We'll, we'll shove in. It's um.
0: Four hundred and sixty points.
1: points. We'll so that's, that
0: literally goes in. And the, here's the thing: he's actually both a leader and a behemoth. And behemoths, you're limited to um, four, so they're like yeah. massive, great big models. And leaders, you're limited to six. So you've got he counts as both.
2: Right.
0: So if we take a quick look at his wall scroll, Mega Boss on a more Crusher. So he does actually have a range weapon, a missile weapon, and melee weapons. And you get a choice to arm in there.
2: Cool.
0: And I'm gonna show you this. Do you, do you, you're, obviously, you're probably familiar with the uh um what you call it? Um What's the word I'm looking for? degrading damage, damage yeah. Yeah, degrading damage. Yeah.
1: In
0: um in a um <coughs> in um a 40k and this is the same thing, so his number of attacks from his mighty tail, tail and fist and tail sort of get worse.
1: The more wounds he suffered.
0: The more wounds he suffers, yeah. And the same with his move; he gets less move.
1: The more damage is done, the less he can do. And less yeah, because he he's a
0: bit. Oh, I'm hurt. I don't. Yep. <laughs> I can't move any Uh Which is quite.
1: I broke a nail. I don't want to move.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And uh, yeah, so he's quite. Quite an interesting little guy. He's got this destructive bulk here, which is sort of an ability he gets. So when he makes a charge move, so again, if are familiar with charging 40k.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, so um, he gets to to roll eight dice when he's not no wounds, and for each five plus, he causes the enemy to suffer a mortal wound, because, I mean, that's a big nasty thing, charging at you. Yeah,
1: you really wouldn't want that charging at you.
0: Yeah, but again, a little bit of an option there. You can change his weapon from... Uh, the boss Goal hacker and chopper, or boss chopper and rip Tooth fist, and both had their slightly different. Like the the boss Goal hacker is,
1: uh, it's got more of a range, more attacks.
0: Yeah. And two damage, but this one is
1: uh. Yes, not as good.
0: I can't see. Yeah, I can't see any reason why would you that. Yeah, this has got better range. This has got more attacks and stats look virtually the same. I don't know. I'm guessing you're going to go with the gore hacker and chopper. Yeah, the
1: Yeah, better range and two more attacks. I would I would go for that. Yeah.
0: Totally the
1: same. Damage is the same, range is
0: the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it almost makes no sense, does it? Okay, so we've got him in and that brings us up to 1180 points. Okay. So that's quite cool. Um, so what else have we got left to to, to throw in here? Um, well, we've got the mega normal mega boss, we've got the war chanter, and we've got the gore grunters. So, do you want to throw in two units of gore grunters?
1: Should we have a look at the points of what the points of everything on the left is?
0: Yeah, that's a good point because yeah, we're going to need to. Make sure we get there. So, units. So, add units. Gore Grunters. They're 160 points each.
1: You'll throw some them
0: in. Yeah, you've got two units of them. Do you want both, or do you want one big unit of... ...or two separate units? See,
1: so, that's always the thing with them, whether you want them in the same unit or separately.
0: Yeah. Well, it's the same points, so... Yeah. So just shove them into one unit. For yeah, now? shove them into one. Them to one unit for now. And then we can deal with that. But I mean, it, it, the only difference is if you've got them in one unit, you've got to have all the same weapon. So you might want to have two different weapons. I don't know. Should we have a look and see actually at the uh, yeah, what the weapons are like?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, gold grunters. So they've got. They Again, yeah, that can't
1: be the advantage of having them in smaller groups.
0: So ah, there we go. So you've got the pig iron chopper. One inch range, four attacks, three plus hit, three plus wound, minus one rent. But the jaw jagged gore hacker, it's got slightly longer range,
1: but one less attack.
0: Yeah, but I'd say that jagged jaw hacker is probably better if you've got a bigger unit because um, when you're in uh, combat it's sort of determined how far your weapon acts. So if you've got sort of like, again, bad radio, if this part of tower like Ochre yeah. is the enemy. You've got one of your Gore Grunters here, and then one of your Gore Grunters here, he's going to still be able to reach.
1: Yes. So yeah. if
0: you've got the bigger unit, I'd probably go with the Jagged Gore Hacker. But otherwise, I think I'd stick with a Pig Iron Chopper. in
1: which case they'd all have the same anyway so they may as well be in the same group so i may as well just go with the jacked hackers
0: yeah okay so we'll we'll stick that for now as i said we're not making any decisions on weapons fully but so that brings you up to
1: influence how i build them really
0: yeah 1500 points and what we've got left is a do you want to put the giant in there for laugh yeah should we put the giant in there sounds quite cool um, so allies how do we add an ally in here Behemoth oh my mouse was going all over the place don't that's 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 something from how do you add an ally in this one uh I don't think I can add an ally in here I'm not sure how to
1: it says add units.
0: Add units... At the
1: top? Oh. Add units and change it from Iron
0: Jaws? Uh, You mean Allegiance?
1: No. I, where is the add units?
0: Add units. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Um, Oh, it doesn't seem to have them there. Ah. Um, okay, let's go with Allegiance... Destruction. Let's change it to Allegiance Destruction slightly. Add units from El Gargants. I'm going to add a Behemoth, an Elguzl Gargant, who is 160 points. So he's got, there you go. movement eight, strength. Player. He's got, he's got a war scroll, but I'd have to open up another book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you want me to open up the book? I'll, I'll get the book. I'm, I'm using, I, I, I have them all electronically, so it's not exactly a big, a big deal. Um, but he's going to be in the Sons of Bearmat. I believe, which is a brand new book. Uh, so, Man Crusher Gargan, I suppose he is, uh, rather than a. So let's uh, actually dump that and add Behemoth. Uh, Elgarzogart, can you add Sons of Bearmat? Oh no, that's not what you want. Um, It's just going to be the, um... Or as in the Ogre Kingdoms. So this is weird. It doesn't work exactly the way I thought it was. I think it was just going to stick with the Elgazar Gargant and use the uh, El Garden Gargant Battle Scroll. But that'll be... See, this is where the site becomes actually interesting because the website for, um... A to Sigma, the, the 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 war scrolls are free. The only thing you have to pay for are the points. So we've got two pages there. So here we go, Ailgusla Gargan. So we don't have his points in here, but that's in the things. One hundred and sixty. So he's got. So he is basically armed with an Ed a massive cub and a mighty kick. So he's got twelve wounds. And that's not a bad set of uh, weapons and stuff, is it? Really. Attacks, massive club, three D six. Hitting on a free, wounding on a free, minus one rend, one damage. So But pretty good. Headbutt D six damage down to one depending on
1: Twenty on the wounds.
0: Yeah. So that's too bad. I should
1: imagine the the more injured he is, the less effective his headbutt is.
0: <laughs> True. But that's gonna be an interesting painting challenge for you, isn't it? Yeah. All that skin. I've never painted that much
1: skin before.
0: No. It's only ever Uh, been...
1: I think the most has been when I painted uh, Jokari.
0: Yeah, but but there's loads of options with the giant kit, to be honest. There's lots of options with the giant kit. It's the same basic shape, but there's lots of parts. Lots of different heads and and clubs and stuff. So you can really, really customise him uh, the way you want yeah that's gonna be fun yeah so he comes in as a, as a man crusher gargant a chaos gargant or an ale guzzler but we're gonna stick with an ale guzzler yeah. because that's all you can take okay so we go out to scroll builder alliance iron jaws select walk iron jaws and from the iron jaws so we're up to 1660 points so what we've got left to add in really is a mega boss and a War Chanter.
2: Hmm.
0: So, shall we pop them in? Yeah. So it's not a lot, really. So we might want to, at some point, buy some more. But maybe this is just the way we're, we're doing it. So, you've, you've currently got two leaders in there. So you can have another, another four. So if we put in the Mega Boss, yeah, he's 140 points. And... Oh, you need to pick a general. So I'm assuming you want the general to be the mega boss on the mole crusher. On oh, the
1: mole crusher, yeah.
0: Yeah, because he's going to be there.
1: He's the uh, big one to beat. Yeah.
0: And then the war chanter. So that gives you up to 1,910 points. Okay. So you're almost there. Now there is a thing we can do to use up those points because you don't really have anything to use it.
1: No, I don't have any other models.
0: Don't have any other models, but. That. That's not too bad because then it, it means you're not you've got a nice little target there. Yeah. But we can add in an extra command point. Oh,
1: that's cool.
0: Command points, you, you, you know, obviously you're familiar with them ish from Forty K. Yeah. But in here, you get one every turn, but you can get extra ones. You've got one in the bag to use at some point. That costs you fifty it's points.
1: Useful.
0: So that will cost you fifty points. So if we were to shove that in. That means you're up to 1960 points that's good i mean is that a list you would do you think you could achieve the bills you've got one two oh well, that's a very big, <laughs> that's model. A big model one two three four um 14 um 24 30 31 models
1: It take, it'll take me a while. But doable. Um, it's doable, but it'll take me a while. I am a very slow painter. Um, maybe it'll challenge me to speed up my painting technique a little. I don't know. Yeah,
0: but as actual building an army list for, for Age of Sigmar, is that as intimidating as you found, how you found 40k has been?
1: Um, to be honest... When, when building armies for forty k, when building lists, I've very much just gone with what you suggested. Yeah. Um. I know this. This has very much been the same, but this is. I've been more involved in this say than I have in the last couple of times we've put lists together. Um. Yeah. For forty k, so it's not. It's not daunting. I mean, it's it's easy enough to. To put together what you want to select.
0: Yeah, and do you think when you, you when spend? you've got a bit more, you might be able to find it a bit easier to.
1: Yeah, because I'll have more choice as to what I want to uh, to put in there rather than just having to put everything there.
0: Yeah, and we didn't include any of the stuff that I got in Mortal Realms, did we? Because you've got no. you've got another mega boss and another br- another set of brutes potentially to use at some point.
1: Yeah.
0: So that'll be useful. I think there's another war chance or are all on shaman in there i think it might be a weird on shaman so yeah awesome cool yeah so awesome so what we'll do with that was we'll uh we'll round up the show i guess yeah <laughs> Okay, and that rounds up another episode of the Hobby Studio Podcast. Um, I actually really quite enjoyed this one. So uh, what about you, Megan?
1: Yeah, it's been a good good show. Yeah. Um,
0: I think we need to get you more involved in some of the other segments. We're, we're going to do more Hammer Underworlds next month. And
1: yes, I'm going to hop in on that conversation.
0: I'll hop in on that conversation. We're going to have a little game beforehand. but Yeah,
1: hopefully.
0: Hopefully, yeah. Uh, it's
1: known a bit better
0: i'm also going to be talking about um uh kings of war armada from mantic games um so two mantic games in a month (laughs) in a row that's pretty good um and then we're gonna have a game of aeronautica imperialis and give our sort of thoughts on that game because
1: yeah bought it when um, it came
0: out but i've not played it yet yeah that's even worse i bought both games (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes. You I bought just... it, you painted it, you just haven't played it. It sounds like a lot of your games.
0: I just <laughs> I just saw the Tau and I was like, I want them. Yeah. I want them. How else you... am I going to own a, 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 a Manta? They don't have a Manta yet for it. But... I'm
1: looking at you right now and all I can see behind you is a pile of stuff that you bought because you went, I have to have that.
0: <laughs> My FOMO is real, I just don't understand yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) moving on Uh, okay so that's us for the month Uh, well fortnight month whatever we haven't really decided on the schedule yet but this is going out like just over a month after the sorry just over a fortnight after the last show so we'll be back either a fortnight or a month we'll see how it goes we'll be back in a while we'll be back in a little bit but thank you for tuning in yeah thanks very much (laughs)